Welcome to another episode of Stoned and Social. For you guys who don't know, this is going to be the last episode of this season. So if you haven't listened to season three, go back, listen to all of our crazy shenanigans, and then come in and tune in for this interview today. I am Natalie, and with me I have the lovely Crystal. What's up, our resident bud tender, Crystal? (laughs) What's up? I love that title. It's awesome. Hi guys. It's your, your official <laughs> title this season. Yeah. That's it. You you own it. I love it. Um, so if you are new here, we are stoned and social. We do exactly what we say we're gonna do. We get stoned and then we get social. Today I am stoned on this really amazing pin that I've been waiting to try. You guys know I don't really like smoking and pins and and all this, but this is a, a vessel vape. Uh, vessel vista vape and it's oh man it's nice i like it um it sounds like it would hit super smooth just the name like that sounds smooth it's very (laughs) it's very techy it's it it's got all these different finishes in it and um i'm i'm really happy i got it for for black friday i got it on sale and i've just been using it so what about you crystal what are you stoned on today uh the weed that i do (laughs) Today I've got, I'm back to old school in it with what I started, I think, <laughs> on season two. I'm back to Elmer's glue this week. And it's, uh, it's a very heavy feeling that it provides. So oh, I smoked okay. about an hour and a half ago and I was like, yeah, I'm probably good for, You're good. <laughs> I'm good You're for good this for show. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But I like it. I like it. And I like the sediment that Elmer grew glue provides where it's kind of like kids huffing glue way back in the day i know you would i don't know i would expect it to have like super orange hairs like that's what i would expect i hear elmer's glue no it's just pretty no no it's just pretty anything well we are getting social today this week with someone amazing that i've been super super stoked to bring on this show and i'm so happy that our schedules coordinate it um with us today we've got i believe the co-founder of wavy flower company b b how are you doing today i'm doing great i'm really excited to be talking with y'all because i feel like such a fangirl like, oh, oh that's wicked. we've love been fangirling that. over your stuff so <laughs> the love is mutual i promise indeed <laughs> so b tell our listeners what wavy flower company is and a little bit about yourself and what you guys do Yeah, um, so I'm the co-founder, and I also work with my master grower, master breeder, uh, Mm -hmm. Wavy. And what we do is we only deal in genetics and breeding of cannabis. So we mostly team with farmers or commercial growers to grow out our cultivars or strains. Mm -hmm. So we're like, hopefully, the next burner. 
Ooh, that's nice. like my goal. That's line. exciting. Yes. <laughs> that's cool shit. <laughs> and B, how did you guys decide on the name Wavy Flower Company? Because I really love the name. And I know there's usually a story behind. Oh, yeah. Know. There's a story for sure. <laughs> we want it. We want it. Give us the scoop. So we're from Florida originally. Very conservative out there. So we move out to Oregon to start growing weed. <laughs> Big change. Wavy, Wavy starts growing his hair out, being a hippie. And when he his hair out, I never knew this. He's got like this wave to his hair. So we're like, we need to give you a nickname, a Portland, Oregon nickname, and it's going to be Wavy. So then, you know, fast forward four years, and I'm we're trying to think of what is a cool name? What are we going to name this thing? And we're all stoned, and we're like thinking of these names, blah, 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 blah. We're like, oh, wait, your nickname, Wavy. Oh, my God, it's going to be awesome. And then it just stuck. That's yeah. great. That's so kick-ass. What a cool story. Yeah. <laughs> so you really embraced that inner stoner to get to wavy flower company oh we do for everything naming our strains everything we need it brings out our creativity yeah it it makes us so uh i guess like more productive (laughs) that's what i said we did an episode on that about Mm -hmm. how some of us get energized from cannabis and it really helps us just do things the things we want to do for me it's writing and doing shit like this but um, I do have my moments of being like, you know, typical stoner lazy, but I try to save those strains. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. So B, I have a question for you. You're like the most experienced person with cannabis I now can say I know. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Monocles on. Right? So <laughs> since you're on the other side of it and the the cultivation process can you tell us briefly, like, what goes into all of that growing? And I know that's probably a very lengthy answer, but can you tell us kind of what goes into it? Yeah. Um, well, right now, as as you know, as a bud tender and, and also being in the industry, there's a huge hype around this high THC situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of doing the opposite. We're trying to get behind the medicinal value of it with our strains. We want to focus on terpenes. I want to be named the terpene queen if I can. Yes, <laughs> queen. <laughs> so now yeah, everything that we breed, we're trying to focus on terpene value and working with strains that are not being worked with to produce these these higher terpenes that'll be more medicinally um pro-medicinal for you uh, in ailments of like anxiety sleep yes uh, so depression mental health how did god i love that that's like where i'm and at that's with why we got involved with it and that's why we started breeding that's amazing it, how do you figure stuff like that like for those of us that aren't into growing like how do you is it like ph in the water is there's like certain how do you do that that seems like a lot of science it is a lot of science that's so cool oh my gosh it's a lot of science (laughs) i know i love it though there's a there's a lot that you need to do in order to increase the terpenes in your specific cultivar strain and definitely pHing water is one of them. Um, also making sure that you're working with soil that does not have uh, any kind of toxins in it. We like to use soil over and over again 
and we mostly like to use just water instead of using any type of additives because we feel like you you need to be able to focus on those terpenes and that some of these pesticides that people are using mm-hmm. in order to try to control like PM and I've, mites and stuff are taking away. Yeah, I've heard from that. The whole and point of it, especially the dust mites. It really sounds like you have prior experience to plants before this. Or did you, you know just kind of like pick no, it? Oh, you didn't. didn't. No, I, we moved to Oregon really excited to get in, like into marijuana just as a hobby. And it kind of exploded. Like all of a sudden we're like, oh, this is kind of fun. This is cool. Wow. You know, it's, it's so, it, when we left from Florida now, of course, now it's medical. But when we mm-hmm. left Florida, it was like you had to still buy it from like some dude's second cousin. <laughs> it was still shitty. Down a gas station, right? <laughs> Using your, your secret handshake. Being right. Like, I, I know what's up. Yeah. Exactly. So it was like no one knew anything. You didn't know where they grew it, where they even got it. So now it's like more interesting that you can actually get a lineage. You can know who's growing it, who's making the genetics. Like it just opened up a whole new world to us that we didn't know existed. Oh, I like it. And you mentioned that you guys like to reuse the soil. I know that's a big thing if you are, if you have a green thumb, unlike me, where you do want to keep using the soil because there's a lot of nutrients and things in it. So Um, I guess what you're saying is when you're reusing the soil like this, you're also keeping all of those uh, terpenes that you've been using from previous grows in that soil, correct? Yeah, definitely. Wow. Man, that's That's cool. cool. I know. (laughs) I know. Like, I I mean, like I said, nerd, but I I meant it in a complimentary way. I wish that I could grow anything, let alone my own little cannabis plant. And we know that you've created some of your own strains. You were talking about some some strains as well. We're interested in your strain called Tom T-O-M. Can you share with our listeners the idea and the purpose of this really appropriate strain? Yeah, so the strain uh, That Tom and the way we came up with the name is it, it is a strain with some rare genetics that are only grown in Oregon. And it is a, a indica dominant hybrid, but it is like indica dominant. So of course mm. it has the purples, it's a shorter, bushier plant. Mm-hmm. But when we mixed it, uh, you know, crossed it with a GG4 and another unknown uh, cannabis plant, it started producing these red hues uh, in the in the plant in the in the leaves. So we're like, what are we gonna name this thing? So we're like, what, we got to we got to think of some some red names. Something <laughs> I don't know. And like we're all you know getting creative over here. And we're like, what about that time of the month? Wouldn't that be a great name? Like yeah, uh, that Tom. Okay, that's what we're calling it. <laughs> I love it. I am like, that's part of the fun with me with cannabis is the more punny a name is, right? The more I'm, I'm all about it. Like if you can make me laugh before I've even smoked your shit. I'm on it. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give it a try just for the name alone. I'll give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, My favorite one right now that I have not tried yet, and we talked about it on one of the previous episodes last season, was Banana Hammock. Because (laughs) I don't necessarily know if I would want to smoke something named Banana Hammock. Like, that doesn't sound appealing to my mouth. I'm going to put that in my mouth. It sounds appealing to me. (laughs) 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 I like it. Oh, what a great segue into the next question. Banana Hammock. (laughs) 
So the I know that there are some great meetups for cannabis folks and I did a little research on this when I found out that you went and I'm very intrigued to know you attended is it Canacon in Oklahoma oh, City? Yeah. Yeah, in Oklahoma City. The what Canacon. was yeah. that like, dude? Oh, it was very interesting. We didn't go to get a booth, which hindsight, we probably should have. Maybe we would have made some more connections. But we went just to kind of check out the Oklahoma scene because, you know, that's where we're going to be starting um, genetics with actual commercial growers is in Oklahoma first. Ooh. And hoping to branch out to other states. But so, yeah, we went to Canacon to meet up with farms and it was a good mix of all kinds of people. They had uh, people that do lighting. Uh, they had a bunch of people that do pipes, um, accountants, different yes. labs for lab testing. You can buy insurance. For anybody that, that's listening that doesn't know what Canacon is, it oh, from yeah. what I can tell, it just looks like this awesome giant networking thing where like yes. everybody in the industry just comes together and you have like booths. And you, yeah, it's like Comic-Con, yeah. but for cannabis. And it's so fucking rad. Like, you guys should definitely get a booth. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Canacon is, if you haven't gone, you know, it's relatively new. If you haven't gone, you should go at least once. It is literally the nation's leading business to business business cannabis conference i think uh this year in previous years you know there's there's been 800 exhibitors there's been over 25,000 attendees and it's been spreading like it's just been getting bigger and bigger and bigger each year and so tell us what was some of the like what was what was the coolest thing you saw at the at the convention when you were there uh, Jinx Proof was the coolest thing that I saw there. He is another genetics breeder, you know, that made Nine Pound Hammer. And he was hanging out with oh. a, a farm there called Carter Creek Cannabis. And he's mm -hmm. exclusively growing his cultivars just through their farm to spread over Oklahoma. So it was really cool. That is cool. To get to see them. They're like, you know, little, uh, it was like seeing someone famous. <laughs> Were you fangirling oh, it? I was. I was acting nuts. <laughs> well, I know that one year they had um it might have been this year, they had Chong there and they've had other like notable stoners there before. Yeah. And that's that's kinda I mean it is. It's it's like a it's like Comic Con, but for people who are really into cannabis, was everyone was it pretty professional or was it chill? Like I've you know, I went one year, but I just went on a whim. It wasn't, I just went because I just wanted, it was weed. And I was like, yeah, I've got to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got to go. It was really chill. And you know, you don't have to be in the business. You don't have to have a medical card. Anybody can go to it. Mm -hmm. And what's really cool is that all the booths, they give away free stuff. We got like a free bag of like living soil. We got like 17 Ooh. lighters. It was very exciting. Oh yeah. I'm definitely going to have, they're coming to the state that I live in, in April. And yes. I told, I told my husband the other day, I was like, dude, like two day passes are 175 bucks. And he was like, yeah. what? I'm like, I have plenty of time to save up money, honey. I'm <laughs> fucking going. <laughs> Yes, this, doing it. this is mommy's disney yes, this, like, yes! leave me alone <laughs> i can't wait to go spend two days with weed and people talking about weed it just seems so cool it seems so and oklahoma city it seems like that's the biggest canicon like it looks like that's like the huge one like, i mean it was big and and you know what's great after it is they had all these after parties that we went to also <gasps> 
Oh God! Can oh bring me with great. you, please? <laughs> Do you need booth babes next time you go? I mean, I'm a YouTuber. I'll give you free promotion and advertisement. I'll YouTube the shit out of it. Yeah. It's fucking cool. For sure. Man. We like went to an after party and we saw Mr. Soul from um that made Cinderella 99. Oh, we didn't like oh go up and talk god. to him or anything, but we're like, oh my god, there he is. <laughs> See him over there? It's fucking rad. Wow. <laughs> Brothers Grim Seeds, there he is. See him? We're all pointing, acting weird. Yeah. I mean, it was great. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I would have been acting pretty dorky too. <laughs> and I heard that Marla Flynn was there, and like, I'm just, I was, I, I'm excited that you got to go. I'm yeah. excited that you got to go. Yeah, put and, it on your your bucket list. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. Oh yes, put, put Mommy Disney on bucket list. <laughs> do it do it now b you know we have to ask you you've mentioned that you get stoned and so um you know i know this isn't like what they say in the movies where they're like never use your own product so how often do you have to quote unquote test your strains and like what's what's some of your favorite strains obviously your own strains but are there any go-tos for you guys that you love you know we're such snobs about our cultivars. <laughs> I hear that about growers all the time. We, Every grower is stray anymore. Like, I, like I, I do want to say that you know the go tos are definitely what we used in our mm -hmm. cultivars. So Gorilla Glue, um, and uh, Sirius Black, which is a, an Oregon only strain. What? Oh I wish you could see Crystal's face. Oh my god! <laughs> I have to go to Oregon. <laughs> Oh my, what's that like? Tell me about it. Is it indica? <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. So, we're, so we are snobby about our strains, and we just stick to them. They they do the trick. They're what we they like. Do so you, are you more of a? Oh, sorry, Crystal. I was I was just gonna ask her if um, since you probably get sick of smoking your own strains and you need outside perspectives, you know, um, yeah. Nat and I are totally available. Yeah volunteer basis <laughs> i do volunteers yeah we're, uh, we're 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 multifaceted <laughs> women of the world so you need booth babes you need people to test your strains i need more female perspective that's hey. what i need is more female perspective you know, you know it's hard to come across like female that. smokers Mm, mm, mm. yeah crystal is crystal will smoke circles <laughs> around me <laughs> i can't and what's funny is like i don't even smoke i've smoked half that pre-roll that i had earlier and I was in the middle of making a video and I had to put it out and I was like, damn, this Elmer, gl this glue is kicking today. Like, I need to fucking put this out. There's no way. So I'm not <laughs> as heavy as a smoker as you'd think. But are you more of a, of a, like the head high or the body high and being, um, what do you think? Body for sure. Yeah. Using it for more of like pain management. Yeah. In this part of the company. The other part of the company loves it all heady. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and loves it to help control some of that anxiety yeah and make them more productive that's why i, I say like that yeah i save that for the weekend i'm like okay i can get stupid as the weekend but during the week i'm i'm usually like how can i not feel old right <laughs> yeah yes. which, which strain will take away the pain um 
<laughs> now, as a former journalist, I did a little bit of digging on you, B, and I saw that you are a bit of a humanitarian. You volunteered, you're passionate about some projects. Are there any projects right now that you're currently working on the side? And how does that come into play when you're, you guys are starting this cannabis uh, industry, you know, leeway that you're going down? Man, right now, I have stopped doing any nonprofit work. Mm-hmm. Uh, my latest thing, I was working with a nonprofit company, uh, a writing company uh, that would help uh, bring education to people that wanted to be writers mm-hmm. in both poetry and prose. Before mm-hmm. that, I was a social worker for a thousand years <laughs> and I worked man. with children. So, oh man, you got I a good mean, heart. I know. Oh, don't say that. What do you mean? I don't like, say that. I like that this is who is growing my weed, though. I'm no, like, for sure. Ooh. So, dude, yeah. one of my close friends is a social worker, and she also deals with children and the small well, children her. and family. That's what I say to her. I'm like, I cannot yeah. imagine what you guys go through. She was pregnant through all of it, and then Corona hit, and like every, just like, do you guys do things Saints. that I could not? You're a bigger lady than I am for and- sure. And what pushed me to want to go into cannabis is because I have to do something that's going to help people. I can't, you know, I tried being yes. a server for about five seconds at PF Chang's <laughs> and I was it. like, no way. I can't that was do me. that. I was the it was server. horrible. <laughs> I need to help people. So yes. I'm like, okay. You need to feel like your purpose is, is being played out before you. Which one. Yeah, yeah. We talk about passion and purpose. And I think if you, I mean, you clearly seem like someone who not only has a good head on their shoulders, but you really are thinking about paying it forward. And that's my big thing is about paying it forward. I don't have any kids. I'm not leaving anything behind, but I'd like to leave this world a little bit better than when I got here. If I can, you know, if I can. And, you know, it sounds silly right now, but cannabis is helping so many people right now. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. And I really hope that I can continue to pay it forward after I get wavy flower company a little bit more established i want to become a mentor for another female that wants to do something in cannabis i want to help them i would i want to keep it going that would be awesome that would be awesome i see that you can do uh crystal's raising her hand i didn't i didn't want to like just do it and be like uh me i want because i have no idea what i'm doing and you're cool as fuck like yes please let me hang out with you yeah (laughs) how has the reaction been from your friends and family to see you and your partner go into this this business has there been any blowback or has there been like support it has been surprisingly uh mixed Hmm. which i kind of expected i guess Mm -hmm. but we're still living in a world where so many people think that cannabis is the devil's lettuce they don't they yeah it's just ingrained in you like this is not good so you know there's a pushback like you used to help children what the hell are you doing right and yeah yeah so it's confusing people like wait you're supposed to be helping the government this doesn't <laughs> this isn't panning yeah. out the way you I have you built in my head. So I oh, yeah. am confusing people. Um other people that I didn't expect to be as um 
supportive, uh, like Wavy's parents and mm-hmm. my dad have been blowing me away and actually been interested in it. That's cool. Like Wavy's mom is a churchgoer and she's calling us every week, telling us about new stuff <laughs> she's learned about <laughs> cannabis. Cool. It's great. Yeah. Like, Come on, lady. This is awesome. Teach everyone to be like you, like open yeah. your heart to the cannabis. <laughs> I think, I think that's the biggest thing too, is you, you know, you mentioned that you we're still living in this world with stigmas. I think the main thing is there's a lot of people who have questions. They might not even realize they have questions about cannabis and they literally have no one to ask except the internet or it's anecdotal. So our whole thing, and it seems like what you're doing too, is just information. We're just putting information out there. What you do with it is, you know, up to you, but I think it's, it's great that you're willing to, you know, in inform the people who seem like maybe they're misinformed about what you guys are doing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And not to take it personally, <laughs> there's a lot of people who, who see that, that I'm doing cannabis or that I'm doing a cannabis podcast and they're like, what? You? I'm like, guys, I've been getting stoned forever. <laughs> like, like, you know, we said this, they're like, but you have a, you have a house and you have a job and you're not, yeah, no, all these things now. Like, um, it's cool. I think all the cool people smoke weed now. I agree. I agree. With you. I've, <laughs> and you know, for me, like as a mom, I have, I felt that, what is it called? Like the strain of like being honest about usage, whether it's for recreational or for medicinal purposes and feeling like maybe somebody might call CPS on me because I'm the mom that smokes weed. And it's mm-hmm. like, it can't, it can't be seen like that. And I think it's changing. I think it's changing for the better and quickly but having companies like Wavy Flower or people like us of voices that are intelligent and driven and hardworking as voices for cannabis, I think we can make the progress even stronger for, for me. At least that's the goal with all of this. Like, That's definitely the goal for me here at Wavy. I, I want to normalize it. Yeah. I want if you think it's OK to get together and drink some wine on Thursday nights with your mm-hmm. girlfriend, I think mm-hmm. I want it to be the same as using smoking joints and hanging out and yeah Mm -hmm. it's the same thing i always tell people that i'm like you guys are cool with alcohol being sold on every corner and i promise you maybe it's just me but i have never wanted to drive in a car to go anywhere other than my house or the refrigerator (laughs) when i'm stoned i feel like i'm a i'm a safe stoner whereas when i was a drinker i feel like i made some pretty stupid bad decisions that i regret it later and this i feel just because maybe it's because it's more natural, maybe because I'm more mature. But for me, I feel like the sooner things start getting legalized for medicinal, for recreational, whether you agree with it or not, you're going to be confronted with figuring out like, how the fuck do I feel about this plant that doesn't really (laughs) affect me? But (laughs) you will, you will have to figure out how you feel about it. So be before we get to our next part, what's your plans for like what's some what's some some plans we can watch out for with Wavy Flower Company? What do you guys have on the horizon coming up? So uh, the first thing is getting our two cultivars that are tested, lab tested right now, Oregon Wine and that Tom, into some exclusive, amazing commercial farms across the nation. Right now, we've got a bunch of stuff going on in Oklahoma. But we're hoping to move on to some other states as well as they continue to uh, approve and legalize it. Yeah. 
across the country. Cool. Um, we also have two new cultivars that we're working on that are kind of top secret. Oh, but we're going to be playing with some photos and stuff in the future on Instagram and on our website for you to watch out for. Ooh, okay. Very cool. We will definitely, definitely watch out for that. Yeah. And now we're going to do something that we love to do when we have stoned guests like you on. Um, we play a game that's called Weed Talks. It is a stimulating stoner conversation game. There is no winning or losing. All we ask is that you are honest. It's it's a game made by stoners for stoners online. Anyone can go visit Weed Talks. Um, and it is literally going to be random questions that pop up. We're going to try and get through three of them each. We'll both, we'll, we'll all answer oh, them. God. Um, <laughs> we're, we're just as, don't worry, we're just as unprepared as you are. Yeah, we are. Um, I'm going to make Crystal go first because I'm pretty Fuck sure this you, is the time. I like it. Yes, Crystal, go first. Yeah. You know what? I'm ready. I got this. You ready? Okay. Here's Here's our first question. Okay. Would you rather have your brain transplanted into a robot's body or an animal's body of your choice? <laughs> Would I rather have my brain implanted into a robot's body or an animal of my choice? Yep. Yep. Oh, and this is going to be real bad. An animal of my choice. And I don't know really? what animal. Yeah. You want to know why? <laughs> Do you want to know why? Because robots can't fuck. <laughs> Animals. You're buying the wrong butt. Robots. Oh my god. <laughs> I've seen things online. Oh my god. <laughs> Safe search off. Oh. Okay, so at least, okay, if you're going to pick animal, at least tell us what animal. I would probably pick a cat. I would probably. I pick knew cat. you were gonna pick a cat. Fuck yeah, I fucking. I just want to lay around and lick myself. How rad does that sound? I'm sorry, but like, and nobody will touch me or be near me unless I'm like, hey, touch me and be near me, and then I can be like, rah, fuck you, I'm done with this, and I can go away. <laughs> I already sound like a cat. If that's how you right, just, that's what I mean. At least I'll get pets. This way, I'll get pets because I'll be fluffy and cute. And I'll purr. <laughs> okay, so Crystal's choosing a cat. She's, but remember, you're still gonna have your same brain. I just want you to understand that your same brain is yeah. gonna. Okay, I'm cool with it. All right, you cool with that? <laughs> She's like, I don't need to think. I said what I said. I did. I mean it. <laughs> All right, B. What are you doing? Are you transplanting your brain into a robot's body or an animal's body of your choice? So, does this robot have like abilities to do anything cool, like fly? I'm going to say like this is, it, it was pretty, it's pretty general. So it says a robot. So maybe if there's a robot you know of. Is it like an robot. Iron Man? Yeah, that's, that's what I was totally thinking. be Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man can't fuck, I'm telling you. Uh, I didn't even, that didn't even cross my mind. Like, I know, me either. My mind, like, oh, I don't have to shower and do yes. my hair? Okay, cool. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm taking the robot body. I was very shocked to hear anyone was going to do an animal. I'm the only one you. that wants to lick myself. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's you. That's all you, hon. Her thing keeps being like, but robots can't have sex. But it's okay. I'm okay with that. I know, I'm right. Right. 
my thing was I was thinking my robot can have upgrades and that I won't ever really oh. die. But oh, I love it. That's a different question, dude. That's a different question. Then you're immortal. It said, it said would you rather have your brain transplanted in my brain? It said. If it's, if it's, if it's in a robot body, I'm assuming as long as that body is taken care of, like at the Jiffy Lube or something. Like then... you could be like an iPhone. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I just want to keep getting upgraded. <laughs> That's it. I can't even breathe. I can't even okay. breathe over here. Right, so two of us are robots, and we've got we've got cat crystal here. It just wants to lick herself. Yeah. <laughs> Get it. Okay. All right. Let's see what the next one is. Let's make, let's see what the next make one is. Me go first this time. Oh. Okay. All right. This is like I almost skipped this one, but I'm not because. It says, if you had a parrot, a parrot, like a parrot, a bird, what would it repeat about your bedroom activities? Oh, <laughs> you have to answer honestly. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys don't want me to answer honestly. No, I don't. That's too much. <laughs> it's like, that's too much. So what, so what would a parrot repeat about your bedroom activities be? This is why I asked you before we started if there was... <laughs> anything you didn't want to talk about <laughs> i have such weird answers for all that I, I do too i do too <laughs> so i'm waiting to see how weird you get before i get so see how weird i get just to just to preface this question oh, we we don't have a couch in our living room we have a bed oh so this is the boom boom room in the living room <laughs> The bedroom is actually for sleeping and watching Netflix. Oh, nice. it is nice. so boring in there. But the <laughs> living room is where it goes down. So this would have been a completely different question if they Damn. asked what you do in the living room. Oh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so your bedroom, your parents saying nothing. Oh yeah, it says nothing. It says it probably re repeats stuff from the L word. <laughs> mm -hmm. I watch a lot of that. Watch a lot of catfish in there. Uh, catfish is that so on is that like, it is who, we're still getting catfished in 2020 like that's what i want to know who's going you know what the person doesn't have a cam they can't meet me they can't do video they can't take pictures but they can talk to me for hours on end and they live a million miles away oh wait no they actually live around the corner I like, mean, it's gotten really good this season with coronavirus. They're like, wait, oh. are they still? Oh, are people yeah. still getting yeah. catfish? Oh, they are. oh, that's, that's how you video messaging the catfish. You get it's catfish great. because of a pandemic. That makes sense. <laughs> that's horrible. No yeah. one can go anywhere. Oh that's my a perfect that's a perfect catfish cover <laughs> catfish cover <laughs> i really would come to see you but you know the whole pandemic we should just we should just talk on the phone i like your personality <laughs> um <laughs> okay like the thing is the parrot in my room is also not going to say much um it's like i do a lot of just sleeping and surfing the web in my bedroom i'm one of those people who believes like the bedroom should only be for sleeping or sex like i don't really like tv and things in the bedroom i yeah, like that to be the, my space so jokes on toucan sam because <laughs> we have the most not boring birds ever it's okay. I know that Crystal's parrot is about to talk mad Thank shit because her first thing was, how will a robot have sex? And so <laughs> that's why I'm like, I don't I don't know what the parrot would pick, honestly. 
I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of things. There's so much that could there's be so happening. Much. I guarantee, and this isn't going to be funny at all, but I guarantee it would be get down. Get down. <laughs> because the fucking dog, we have a 60 pound pit bull oh, that thinks she's a cat. Dog. Oh my God, she's up my ass. Oh, I hate it so much. So, constantly yelling. Yeah, so if the parrot's in the bedroom, all the parrot is hearing is me yell at the dog to get down. So, to get down. It kind of, it works both Could ways. I'd be sexy. <laughs> lights are off get down get down or i'm not in the mood get down <laughs> is she talking to her daughter or husband? it doesn't matter it's all the same um, okay all right so i like that this parrot's not getting much on us i was very like fuck you but first of all i hate birds like i'm one of those people who we had pet birds growing up and I, they were parakeets and I, I just, I'm not a fan of birds. I know how very dirty they can be. Yeah, I don't I'm like the you. sounds they make. Totally. I don't, you know, I found out about all the things that live in their feathers. And so I don't even want this bird in my room. So I'm glad I'm not giving it any leverage. One of the, you know what? I hate birds as well. I think they're horrible, <laughs> horrible things. And my buddy Tiff and I were talking about the other day that birds are you know dinosaur descendants like that yep. that's the closest thing we have to living dinosaurs is birds her husband didn't know this apparently <laughs> and was like no we're like yeah like you want to see yeah, a but... t-rex buck buck yeah, motherfucker but... like it's over there that's a dinosaur <laughs> nope <laughs> That's how it works. They're evil little things. <laughs> I would be, I'd be cooler with birds if they still looked like pterodactyls. I'd be like, oh yeah, like that would. And I respect the bald eagle. I wanna. That is not. There's nothing patriotic. I just think that's a very regal looking bird. I'm like, that's a good bird. That's a bird that doesn't want to be a bird. That's a good bird. <laughs> <laughs> that bird is like, you know what? The rest of you fucks can look stupid, but I've got an image to uphold over here. So if it had been an eagle, maybe, but it was a parrot. All right, let's anyway. see. Let's see what our next question is. Oh God, rolling the die here. Okay, we've got. What did you want to be? What did you want to grow up to be when you were younger? Oh Lord. Oh, that's oh, a good God. question. Okay, my the thing is, like, I hate answering this question because I hate I hated answering this question as a kid. And we had one of those books where every year your parents would fill it out with your school picture, your favorite food, your best friend, your favorite class, all that dumb shit. And the, one of the questions was always, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm -hmm. And like, I recently found that a few years ago. And like, my thing, I was all over the fucking, I was just all over the place. I wanted yeah. to be an astronaut. Um, I flunked out of space camp in real life when I went. So that wasn't happening. I wanted to be an ice cream taste tester for, that was like three years in there. Yeah. And my dad, my dad took us to an ice cream place that made ice cream, at the factory. And he was like, yeah, you want to see what this is all about? And the dude was like, yeah, you have to spit out the ice cream. And I was like, well, why? Yeah. Was, right. Well, if you eat it, you would get fat. Also, you need to cleanse your palate. And that dream died right there. Yeah. It's not all it like, cracks oh. up to be. I was like, well, if I don't even get to eat the ice cream. Um, but I think I think the thing that I stuck with the longest was being a photographer. And I did grow up to be that for quite a while. And I had my fun with it. Oh, so. that's cool. That's cool. Um, it's like one of my hobbies. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I was, I mean, like, I wish someone had told me about how, you know, you weren't necessarily going to get to take pictures of the things you wanted, but (laughs) it all worked out. So I guess a photographer, I still have my first camera. That's cool. B, do you want to go next? Oh, yeah, I've got a great story. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything's a story with me, isn't it? (laughs) Okay. We're stoned and social. (laughs) We got to live up to, we definitely live up to the stone part. (laughs) So my dad loves telling this story to people about him asking me what I wanted to be when I grow up. I guess we were at a family reunion. I don't even remember this. But he claims that someone at the family reunion was like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, a stripper. <laughs> and apparently I stuck with it for a while. Oh, I my God. blocked out that whole part of my childhood. Trauma. Pretty set on being a stripper for a oh while. God. And then all of a sudden it turned into social worker. So something <laughs> snapped and fixed. <laughs> something bumped you on the head. Um, how old were you? Do you know how old you were when this? Yeah, like like little, little. I'm saying probably like five, maybe six. How, how did you know what a stripper from? Who I told you? I mean, who knows? I, I'm from Florida, so who I'm knows? from Florida, too. Okay, so... <laughs> I was born in Michigan, but I was raised in Florida. Then <laughs> you know. We're always back in East Florida. I do know. And I apologize. <laughs> I apologize profusely to anyone in Florida listening, but you <laughs> did this to yourself. I'm you really there. Into. Yeah. It's fucked up, dude. I have childhood friends that are still there, and I see stuff on Facebook, and they're like, hey, look what's happening in Pasco County this week. And I'm like, oh my God. For real. For real. <laughs> I feel like Florida, I know Florida has a bad rep, and I know why. Trust me, I know why. But I feel like Florida is the East Coast's Reno. It's kind of like <laughs> people go and they're like, yeah, we just had to see it. And then we we retired here. <laughs> I love Florida because I feel like we're like the true OGs of being a trashy, being ghetto. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and we can claim yeah, it like with a badge of honor. But I feel like it didn't, like, for me in my lifetime, the day that I realized something was wrong with, with Florida was when the bath salts <laughs> thing happened. Oh, no. And he oh, ate the I was so face. proud of that. I was like, oh. yes. <laughs> you knew that. My mom is a nurse. And she said that someone, like, someone that came into their, their ER or whatever was really messed up. She's like, I'd never seen anyone this cracked out before. Dude was so crazy. And as he was being wheeled into the emergency room, he told my mom, hold my bath salts. I want them when I get out. Yes, I love him. And I was like, oh my oh God. My God. <laughs> I was like, what did you do? She's like, well, I had to hold on to them for it. I'm like, you worked with baths? She's like, I didn't know they were like drugs. I didn't realize that. I thought they were actual bath salts. And I was like, mom, no. People are turning into like living zombies on bath salts. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. What about you, Crystal? What did you want to be when you were all grown up like you are today? I don't. I don't mean for this to come out the way it's gonna, but I'm just gonna come right out and say it. Uh, famous. Nice. Famous. Nice. I've always. I've. I've hopped in between of how am I gonna get there? How am I gonna get famous? And it. You know. It started with first I wanted to be an architect, and then I wanted to be the best lawyer, and then I knew. <laughs> You're going to know nice. my name. I've been telling people since I was a kid, remember my name to the point that like, you're going to know even it. when I get married, I'm not going to change my last name. Get famous for, for the good stuff, for the good stuff. You not can a, be a stripper. Uh, you can that's get what I'm saying. Fans. 
I could. Only fans. It's kind of. I mean, I. The thing is, I'm. I'm with you. I was. I was all about being known as a kid, and I would. But I was a pageant kid. I was. I was a child actor, and I think I kind of got that shit out of my system. Oh yeah. See, I was um, a loser. I was a fucking no, loser. No no, <laughs> no. no. And then when I did photography, I also worked with famous people, and I kind of was like, okay. I'll see what this is about. This seems fucking stressful. Yeah, see, I um, love that. I love the stress that, like, comes along with, like, <laughs> having shit to do and, like, there's always a deadline to meet. Like, I'm that girl where I'm, like, I want to, like, fucking hustle bustle, dude. Let's do this. That's why I have to smoke weed. That's what people understand. <laughs> That's why I smoke weed. <laughs> That's why. That's why she smokes it. All right. That that makes sense. Um, okay, I guess we can do we can do one more one more question you want you you want to do one more question b uh yeah all right we we might do two let's let's see what we get (laughs) let's see let's see what we get okay i love telling Um, you about all the weird things that happened to me when i was little it's amazing it's like a little (laughs) bit of therapy therapy it is (laughs) we're working we're working through things right now okay here we go oh god this is terrible i love these questions would you rather be poor but help people or become incredibly rich by hurting people. So basically, do you want to be Whoa. maybe Mother Teresa or Jeff Bezos? <laughs> oh, God. Mother Teresa. Mother so Teresa. accurate. I'm done. That's my answer. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a terrible person, but if I become incredibly rich, by it depends on how I'm hurting people. Yeah. Like, I wish this had been more specific. Am I, like, <laughs> polluting the air? Am I just hurting them with my words? Because if that's the case. Pinching then... the back of their arm when they're not looking, which is the most annoying <laughs> Is it thing. child labor? Because <laughs> if so, then no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the incredibly rich by hurting people. I'm just hoping that... I can bounce it out on the other end. I'm disappointed in you, Matt. <laughs> I will help you get famous. <laughs> She's like, wait a minute. I'll give you your own reality show. <laughs> we'll balance. We'll balance it out. What about you, B? I'm going to be poor and help people, I guess. Yeah, I, know. I know. It's the right yeah. thing to do. It's the right thing to do. It is. But I feel like you guys are fronting. I feel like if these options were <laughs> in front of us, no, and were, they, were like, they were like suitcase of money that you can't count. B, I got you. I got you on this. <laughs> I got you. We, the we guilt is eating at me right now for even considering it. <laughs> that is it, too, where I'm like... I wouldn't be able to live with myself. I wouldn't if I found out that I was hurting somebody. I'm not going to buy. Well, I will because I'm just going to buy the right thing. (laughs) (laughs) People who say money can't buy you happiness have never bought the right thing. I just feel like you can balance. I feel like there's a place for money in the world in terms of like simple happiness. But when you get to Bezos standards, like you really got to. You gotta, you gotta check that stuff. So I don't, I don't want to be that rich. That's uncomfortably rich. That's, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. If you can change a whole country's economy system with your wealth, I feel like <laughs> it's too much, like he, right? He could literally take. I, I went on a rant about this last week. Is why I'm going on. But like, he could literally take just a small portion of his money and change the entire future of some of these third world countries that's nuts 
And you want to be like him. Do you see this? No, yeah. no that's the thing. Get her, I would use my Get money her. for good. I would use it for good. Said I would, they said I would make it by hurting people. They didn't say what I could do with it. That's I'm true. Willing, I'm willing to risk this for the people. The greater good here, people. <laughs> that is fucking Thanos. That is I Thanos. I dropped out of law school, baby. <laughs> This is what happens. Oh. All right. All right, we got one more question. We'll we'll wrap it up with this one because it's okay. a good one. What would you do if you could be invisible for just one day? Oh, I, I know like, exactly what I would do. I know exactly what I would do. I like the silence. Yes, because the silence is killing me. Okay, this sounds really stupid, but like, okay, I'm going to put some preferences on this questions for you guys. It says, what would you do if you could be invisible for one day? So please remember, you don't have any superpowers besides this. You can't do anything crazy. So I'm in D.C. I would go to the White House. I would walk into the White House and I would look at a bunch of like documents that we don't have access to. I would hang around the White House for a day and see what I could see. But you would also draw like a mustache on Trump's face, right? Yeah, I mean, of okay. course, I, I, I'd fuck with him. I'd be, I'd be the <laughs> ghost for him yes. for the day. Okay, but I'm not, I'm not. But the thing is, I'm not going to let him distract me. That's okay. okay. I just look at the thing. I want to make sure I get in there and I do what I need to do before I start pranking him even harder than life is. So, <laughs> so I would go first and look at top secret stuff, and also just hear what they're talking about in the White House. And then, yeah, I'd go fuck with him and, like, you know, move the toilet paper and things like that. Yes. Okay. I can get behind your decision. What What about you, B? What would you do if you could be invisible for one day? Oh, man. So I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm obsessed with Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> Are you? That's amazing. Yes. We do <laughs> <Obsessed>. know this. <laughs> obsessed. I participate in Wu Wednesday. Every Wednesday on social media, I have a Wu-Tang tattoo. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to tell you about my Wu-Tang experience. Oh, my gosh. You do need to tell me about this. <laughs> I can't believe you waited this long. <laughs> so my invisible day would be consistent of bothering them and following them around, of course. <laughs> Very smart. Of course. Very of course. smart. <laughs> do you have a favorite member of Wu-Tang? Oh, Ghostface. Isn't he the best? Oh, God. I mean, I like, I like, I like Method Man. That's oh. why I'm all. He's amazing. But I like this. I like this plan. I like this is what you do with your invisibility. <laughs> My invisible day is such a waste. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> not. bother it's Method no. Man. <laughs> How much joy is that going to bring you? I know. How much joy? I know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. What about you, Crystal? What you doing? Yeah. You're invisible. I don't even know, honestly, because. I feel like you're just going to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Like, just. <laughs> People just leave me alone. That no, I don't want that because I'm so fucking lonely and I'm so happy to be here, especially right now. <laughs> and it's like I would be a cat, so but. see what I put it in my head if I was invisible for a day. I'm actually thinking about it. I went into Harry Potter mode and I'm like, if I had an invisibility cloak, what would I do with my invisibility? Love cloak? it. And I would I would do all of the shit I've always wanted to do of like I would check out kitchens and restaurants and I would like I would be creepy and like check out kitchens and restaurants. She wants to see if they're really getting that A rating. If they're washing their hands. No. So man, you don't know this background of me because I'm a freak. I've worked in restaurants since I was a child. My family owns restaurants. Like 
it's been a thing since like the 50s in my bloodline. And I just got out of the restaurant business, like at the beginning of this she year. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh. I know. I seriously, I just had like a pep talk the other day with myself, and I was like, I am so glad I got out of it. I mean, God bless all of the people doing it right now. But there is yeah. no oh my God. And like, I look back on it now, I loved it while I was in it. And now that I'm out of it, it's like a toxic relationship where you can mm-hmm. finally see it from the outside. And I'm like, oh my You're God. Me. No wonder <laughs> I was miserable and going through so much crap. But thank God I worked with good people. Anyway, um, I like looking at restaurant kitchens because mm-hmm. especially when they're brand new, they're like super Sparkly. fucking sexy. Oh, <laughs> I love kitchens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are doing some weird shit when we're invisible. Uh, we definitely won't run into each other. That's for one thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's thank good. you, B, for playing our Weed Talks game. Oh, Normally, it's great. Like I said, we do Munchie of the Week, but when we have a guest on, we we let you have the honors of telling us what your favorite munchie is. What's your favorite munchie when you're sick? Oh, I'm a fat kid, so it's like the sour cream and cheddar potato chips. Oh, oh. oh I'm so happy you guys are about this. Yeah, yeah. This is great. Yeah. Do you yeah, get the weird. like the greasy flat ones or do you get the or you get the ridges? Ones? You gotta get the, the ridges. ridges. The ridges, yes! <laughs> the ridges. <laughs> That's how you get the most <laughs> I think you guys have officially been added to my zombie apocalypse plan. I don't want to be, I don't want anyone in my group who can't handle ridges. And shit. Like, if you argue with me, go to the zombies. That's, that's it. I think that's a good classic munchie is is that sour cream oh man making me hungry that's awesome you're endorsing it yes i picked a good one (laughs) yeah i mean we're stoned everything (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much b for being on the show we've had an amazing time anyone who's listening remember it's the end of the season b tell them where they can find you online where we can stalk you and look at all of your beautiful cannabis pictures Yes, stock away. Thank you so much. I am on Instagram and Facebook at Wavy Flower Company. And we have a very small website uh, on the Wix at wavyflowercompanyisalso.com. Yep. And I want to say thank you, ladies. You, Like I said when this oh, began, yeah. I'm the fangirl, and I am so excited and happy that I got to hang out with y'all. Welcome to welcome to the tribe. We're so happy to have you. We'll put links to your Instagram, to your website and everything. And people, if you are listening, like if you if you just want to check out B and see what they're doing over at Wavy Flower Company, I urge you to check it out. You will get Woo Wednesday, which is just Weed Wednesday, Woo Tang. You will love it. You'll get to see all the amazing pictures B posts. And we're going to wait for this top secret stuff that we're going to see. Um, and you guys know where to find us. We are also on Instagram at Stoned and Social. You can hit up our Gmail at stonedandsocial at gmail.com. As always, please send us pictures of your cannabis, of your munchies, of whatever it is you think is funny. Memes, we love them. We love love you guys. Yes, memes. Thank you for joining us for another season. And we promise we will be back. So don't forget. Namaste stone, guys. Bye.